Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Briar Moss can curse in five different languages. We mostly curse in English, so if you're listening around English speakers, you may want to make sure they're okay with curses. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter six of Street Magic. Yeah. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's pop some tags. Pop some tags. <clears throat> pop some tags. Chapter six. Briar goes and gets Evie some clothes. They kind of talk about stuff. We get more of Evie's backstory. We find out that her parents are the ones who sold her. They moved here from Yanjing and they're like, you're a girl, you're worthless. And sold her into slavery. Just basically taking up space. Yep, just another mouth to feed. Lark tells Evie about his, his life, how he became a mage, how he got to Whitening Circle. He tells her all about the girls and they return to the house, go up and visit Rosethorn, who's just kind of exhausted and frustrated and tired. And this gives her kind of a distraction of something else to deal with. She asks, how'd the day with uh, Stone Slicer go? And they're like, well, we didn't go and this is why. And Evie again says she doesn't want to go to the palace so they decide that Briar will go to the palace and talk to Stone Slicer and they will arrange for Evie and Stone Slicer to meet at a different time, at a different place where she's more comfortable and then they can kind of figure things out from there. They invite Evie to stay for dinner, but she doesn't because she's got cats. And so she goes home thinking about just all this stuff about how her life has changed she's met these new people with these weird plant she's met these new weird plant people with these weird plant names now apparently she's a mage and and she's 
going to learn magic. Everything is changed. And, and she has food. She has a whole dumpling. So she and her cats will feast. And as she's going home, she's so wrapped up in her thoughts that uh, she doesn't notice that there is a viper following her. Part one is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. What did y'all like and dislike about this chapter? <laughs> when Briar said, I like them prettier, fatter, and older. <laughs> God, I love it so much. I think that was like one of my first ones. I love it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a very, I guess, needed conversation to happen, considering like... Evie feels about this whole situation not knowing what Briar's real angle is. Is he just being altruistic and trying to help her? Or is he after something else? So yeah. it had to happen, right? They had to have that discussion. But it, it's it's just very funny the way he, he, he puts it. He doesn't try to be nice or anything. He's like, no, I don't. I, no, get out of here. You're nothing like, like the person I want. I feel like he's so flustered because he's so surprised that He's this is where the conversation's gone. Yeah, but he doesn't have a crush on her. I don't know. He doesn't want to have sex with her. Well, no, not right now. Maybe later. <laughs> they gotta build up the relationship. Oh my god. Yeah. But he's not doing all of this to 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 get that. Yeah. No, no, no. <clears throat> That's not the end game right now. Wow. I I <laughs> never anticipated that's not the end game that's not on his mind right now i'm just saying maybe later whatever they're in a relationship i just i just mean i never anticipated britney shipping briar and evie especially now this early on i still ship him more with sandry but you know you and your little shippy heart good lord Hey, well, at least I mean, at least my ship is canonical. We haven't gotten there yet, but my ship is canonical. Well, how would we know? We're not so. How would we know? We're not even there yet. Right? My Pierce <laughs> said that my ship is canonical. So, <laughs> I, Daja and her girlfriend. There's gay characters in these books. See, that's what I was gonna get to. <laughs> what? Uh, I have to admit. There's I have to admit. Gays? In other fandoms. All of the like weird shipping has to be, oh, I'm going to ship the two guys together. And you have all this slash shipping by the fangirls. Pierce just goes ahead and writes it in as canon. So all of the weird shipping is like Briar and Sandry. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I didn't ship them at this part but whenever she's leaving and she's thinking about briar and was thinking jadeide wait his name's briar and then thinking about how his name and rose thorn are names that could change her life i was like oh that's so cute so now i shipped them just because of that part not because this part where he's buying her stuff no that part right there is why i shipped them that briar learned to haggle from tris that's so cute. And I'm like, impressed that even Daja lets is like, no, Tris, you do money. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. impressive part. Because Daja yeah. is a traitor, and that is literally, you know, what stuff that yeah. And she's like, uh, leave it to the professional merchant girl. That'll that'll work. <laughs> I really liked when 
Briar goes through thinking of like how homesick he is and how mm-hmm. he misses, you know, living in the cottage with the three girls and the two women, how close he was to everyone and like how he would get annoyed when Sandry would use him as a, a dressmaker's dummy or Daja just like talking to him about like, oh, I know how to shape this metal this way. Let me explain it to you, uh, even though we're not doing it and you don't care because you like trees instead of metal. Uh, and how you know when you're with someone it could be being so close together it might be kind of you're kind of annoyed at them but then once you're that changes and you guys are separated or you know you're gone for a little while you end up missing that and like all the good stuff happens that you get so used to that you just don't don't think about so that was both i guess both a like and a dislike just just kind of and i felt that I just want fan fiction of Sandry using Briar as a dressmaker's dummy. No, I, I don't know. even need, I don't need the fan fiction. What I really need is the fan art. Fan art, <laughs> yes. Fan art. Yes, please. We already talked about the, I like them prettier, fatter, and older. But I just need to say that again because it's beautiful. Something I, I also really liked is... Uh, when Evie couldn't decide between an orange tunic or and a lavender one, Briar took them both. They were secondhand after all. And he's just like, whatever, you get both. It's fine. It's not that expensive. He's got some cash. We mentioned the homesickness. That whole passage is highlighting. Because, no, really, I just, it's the relationship, how they've grown together. I love it so because you you look at roughly this point in Sandry's book and they're still like we're not friends and now it's like I miss them I thought I wasn't <laughs> going to miss them but here I am Briar knew better than to even suggest that Rose Thorn treat him that way he liked his nose girls admired it he didn't want to give Rose Thorn the excuse to bite it off mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. my favorite part of that is. Sandry would listen solemnly and sympathize and tell him how wonderful he was. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's all Briar really wants is he wants a pretty girl yeah. to tell him how wonderful tell he is. Tell me how wonderful I Who am. Who doesn't? If I do ask Rosethorn to do it, she'll bite my nose off. So I, I, I do it. That's that's what he wanted in Briar's book too, right? He's like, I I don't want to stay here longer. I want to go home so Lark can tell me what how wonderful I am. Yeah. <laughs> Very shortly after is the I don't see why you bother. It's because someone did it for me four years ago. He's always got more clothes than he needs, so he said he said I'd waste my t- my time giving him more. He just told me to. To do the same for someone else. I loved that part, but reading that, that like little paragraph broke my brain. The way it's like worded, I my brain couldn't make sense of it. For some reason, reading it got me really confused. It is worded a little strange, but I love the the sentiment of Nico's like, don't waste your money on me. Don't waste your time on me. Do it for someone else. Someone else oh. is gonna need it. So it just, it also shows kind of how his relationship with Nico has developed over the last four years. Yeah. It's like Briar feels indebted to Nico for how much he's changed his life. And Nico's just like, 
do it for someone else change someone else's life and like i think people need to be more like that this isn't like my theme or my magic this is just me saying i wish more people were like that of just i'm gonna do this nice kind thing for you because i have the means to and i want to but you don't have to pay me back do it for someone else yeah like i just i i love that so much i genuinely think that is like my favorite passage of this chapter yeah. is just the idea of how briar has grown attached to all of them something else that i really liked is some of the world building in it i was six when we left yangjing it that was the year of the crow and this is the year of the turtle. Four years, maybe nearer three. They sold me when we got here and I escaped two moons before the year of the cat began. So they have a zodiac system, which is really cool to me. You don't think much of it that we have the Chinese zodiac of the rooster, the ram, the rat, like all of these things. It's just a nice bit of world building to see that they have the same. And it kind of helps, I don't want to say ground, but it kind of gives a a neat point of reference for us. Kind of like how their world works similar to ours. Like I just, yeah. I love that little bit of world building. Just because of what it is, I, I highlighted it because... I like to live vicariously through other people who can eat my allergies. Talking was thirsty work, so Briar got them each an apple. I miss apples. I miss Aww. apples so much. Oh. Another one is this land is so tired. As a plant person, I feel that. You can tell when all of the nutrients are used up and it's just so hard to grow anything. My grandmother had a garden and so growing up I learned how to help fix that problem but I can't imagine personally like 12 centuries is what they said that is a long time to be farming and not putting any nutrients back into it so like when she said the land is tired I'm just like yeah yeah it made me wonder if there are any places in our world that are like that. You look across the Midwest, all of those corn crops, they can't grow anything but corn. And you can't have a buy season in order to like either A, grow something else or B, just let it grow back and replace its nutrients because we are a corn-based country. Our fuel, our food, our, you know, yeah. there's so much that we use corn for. In the Midwest, the land is tired. There is nothing going back into it. I figured somebody would have the answer to that question, which is part of the reason I wrote it down. Briar trying to urge the plants to like go pester Rose Thorn and make her feel better makes me feel good. Something I'm curious Rose Thorn says, I can't say that I blame you. Palaces are cold and unfriendly as a whole. How much time has Rosethorn spent in areas like that where she's forced to be in palaces and stuff? We know a little bit about her her backstory when in Triss's book, I think, is where we learn that she's basically yeah. was a farmer's daughter. So I'm just kind of curious, how much time has she actually spent 
in order to have that impression? I don't know, but I feel like there is a chance that she has spent a fair amount of time in palaces because one of the things that I wrote down is, and I mean, this is, this could easily be just like just a personality difference, but when Briar is telling Rose Thorne about being in the camel gut den, it specifically says that he leaves out certain details and just gives her the basic part of it because Rose Thorne doesn't care about how people behave or talk the way Lark and the girls do. And we know the way that Rose Thorne treats Briar's street slang. And she's like, that's not a proper way to talk, blah, blah, blah. Rose Thorne not being interested in other people's actions and manner, like other people's mannerisms feels like another sign of her being kind of insulated and classist. So I wonder if that may have come about from being in palaces for some reason. Stone slicer. Stone slicer, yeah. Yeah. We we see with him, he's basically pet of the people who live in the palace. Yeah. So I wonder how many mages are kept in kind of that that way. Yeah. And I well, wonder uh, if Rose Thorne experienced that. Yarin too in Daja's yeah. book. So I mean it, it would be interesting to see if Rose Thorne was kept like that after being a farmer's daughter and yeah that might be why she has such a not not resistant but um you know that streak of um rebellion i'd say rebellious yeah she has a very like rebellious streak in her of like not letting people in power have power over her yeah so i would imagine she maybe had a bad experience in the past and she's like ah you know what fuck it i'm not letting that happen again I yeah. feel like this probably is Rose Thorne's backstory. If it is brought up, I don't remember it or it hasn't happened in my reading yet. But like just that idea of Rose Thorne having a personal experience of why she doesn't like being closed in like that. Because we always see her in her greenhouse. Like that's or not greenhouse, but in her garden. That's where we see her in the majority of the four books. Is That's where she goes. That's where she stays. And as someone who likes plants, I can honestly say I would prefer to be out in the dirt than kept and polished in some sort of gilded cage. May the record show that Indy said these things. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> like that. Because you say that about Goodwin and Brittany all the time. I don't like that. I don't like that. You say that about me. You don't say that about now, me. Now you know how it feels. Oh, no. Oh, no. Rose Thorn commenting on Evie. Oh, I had forgotten what, a, what stone mages are like. Stubborn doesn't begin to describe them. I should have warned you. I love that. It reminded me of Toph from Avatar. Yeah, he has a name, a plant name, calling him something else is silly. It's like with Rose Thorne and Briar both, like you can't picture them as anybody else because their personalities are plant mages. It makes sense when you have a name that just fits way too well. Briar tells Evie, girl mages are worth every bit as much as boy mages. 
believe me, I've been surrounded by them for four long years and never for a moment did they let me forget it. It's like, yes. <laughs> they sure are. They're awesome. awesome. Not just girl mages though. Girls in general are worth as much as boys. So there. Take that. Not just, not just take that mages. patriarchy. Yeah, take that. And then I really like this other part of world building. The beans, corn, and clover plants were new crops discovered in the unknown lands of the far side of the endless ocean. It's like, oh, cool. Uh, these are just items that we think of that are just like everyday crops for us. And these are just now being discovered. So I thought that was really cool world building. I think they kind of touched on this before with like the chocolate stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah however many books ago that was, they've discovered America and they're still like bringing stuff over from there. Yeah. Which yeah. is super cool. Because yeah. tomatoes too. Tomatoes are new. And, and yeah, now, they're all new world crops. And now yeah. beans, corn, and clover are new. So uh, I thought that was really cool. I love when Briar turns around and says to Evie, now what? Because she stopped. And I'm just like, Briar... This is okay. I talk about consequences all the time. This is not consequences. This is karma. Briar drove Nico crazy trying to keep track of him. And now four years later, he's on the flip side trying to deal with Evie. Karma and retribution all in one. It's beautiful. Yes. 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 This oh, is if Nico was here on this trip. He'd be like, Yes, he would laugh the entire time. At least we have Rose Thorne getting the opportunity to see Briar trying to teach Evie table manners and make her wear (laughs) shoes. Amazing. And this is why Briar calls her an impudent brat. But when he says he doesn't like her, we know he's lying to himself. There's a part where it mentions that Briar's mother was killed on the street for her cheap jewelry. And we discussed in Briar's book it, the possibility that Briar was that Briar's mother was prostitute. I feel like this is further evidence of that because to me it seems very similar of how the Vipers attacked Bitchy McBitchface. I didn't even get that connection, but yeah, I, I could see that because they're like, "Oh, she's a prostitute. We're going to steal her jewelry." Same thing. Yeah. Uh, and then my the last thing I wanted to point out is now we know Evie likes bathing. She does. She welcomed the hot bath. And she got to do it twice that day. She was so excited. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm clean. I've never been clean before. This is so fun. My hair feels so nice. Fresh, yeah. clean clothes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. So that part, Nico would have been like, Damn it, she likes bathing. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Briar trying to wrestle Evie into a bath would have been hilarious. I have to. Yes. She's like, no, I'm not. I've already bathed once today. And he's like, well, we're going to do it again. And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Evie did describe Briar as being cat like. And he acts, he behaves toward water much the same as many a cat. Yes. Yes. True. Selling a little? 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Part two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Getting to know uh, each other, I guess. Because in the past several chapters, they keep thinking about, oh, I think this is how this person is because this is how they're dressed. So they couldn't possibly know anything about what I'm going through. And then in this chapter, they finally, finally, they get each other's backstories for each other. It makes a lot more sense to them. Like, oh, this is why this person is like that. I think Indy said, this isn't my theme or anything, but it's my theme generosity it's just all about briar spending money on evie because he can nobody deserves to be that impoverished and he knows what it's like yeah he buys her clothes and then he buys her more clothes and then he buys her food and then he buys her more food he doesn't really think twice about is this worth it or no he's just like you need this let's just take care of it i also feel like rose thorn is generous with her time here kind of talk to Evie and help her feel more comfortable as well as like she turns to Briar and she's like 
oh, how are your trees going? And he's, when are you supposed to sell them? And kind of, well, okay, so go take care of this. And then I'll take care of this other thing. And, and kind of helps him navigate all this stuff because she knows that he's really busy at the moment too. So. That and I like that she made it to where uh, Evie didn't have to go to the palace. Yeah. So like, oh, I know that you don't like the palace. Briar, you take care of this. You got this. You're not uncomfortable going there. She is terrified of going. Briar, you take care of it for her. I like that because she kind of solved the problem for both of them. Because Evie really doesn't want to go. And Briar's like, well, what do I do? Because I need to get her there. And so she's kind of, so she just says, well, Briar, you go, you talk to him. And then you can arrange for them to meet elsewhere. So she's also being generous with her, like, I don't want to say like knowledge, but like her wisdom, perhaps her, mm-hmm. her maturity and just knowing kind of how things work and, and having lived in the world longer More and being able to use that. Yeah. Her experience. That's the word I'm looking for. So the theme that I found was changes. Briar, you know, helping Evie in the same way that Nico helped him. His whole kind of life trajectory was changed by one person making that decision to care about this flea-bitten little thief on the streets. You know, you can tell that he kind of wants to do the same to Evie, give her possibility to get out of the position that she's in. Evie also understands that this could be an enormous change for her. She sees how Briar and Rose Thorn like how they exist with their chosen names and it was based off of their abilities and that that could be her as well and she's like on one hand excited but also scared kind of relatable because anybody you know facing big changes like that would would i think act in a pretty similar manner i think that the idea that she might have to change her teacher essentially i know briar isn't exactly her teacher right now but Seeing how uh, Stonecutter is a guy that's been living in the palace for God knows mm-hmm. how long. She described him as a palace man. There's no way he could understand what she's like currently going through or what she's gone through in the past. So that is also something He's that not I, think relatable. Not, I don't think she's jazzed about having that change happen. I think you put my my theme into actual words. Because I was sitting here thinking, like, I don't really know how to articulate because there's a specific passage that I highlighted. And it was strange that a plant wizard wouldn't know that. But that was plants, tricky, rock-cracking parasites that would break apart any stone they got their roots into. They never seemed to realize that sometimes quiet was better. For as long as you were alive, fresh chances to fight would come. Changing in order to survive. Mm-hmm. You, you have to sometimes bend in order to basically- Not break. Yeah. Which is and so, referencing back to the part with the, the vipers and the camel guts. And so that idea of sometimes you have to change in order to grow. And sometimes you have to change in order to not be broken by something i also like that line because it's kind of a metaphor for briar and evie's relationships with the gangs in their cities it definitely is briar joins the gang because he's a plant person who's on the move and as long as you're alive you've got another chance and evie avoids them because she's a stone person who stays in her hidey hole stays alive by keeping still and quiet. 
Part three is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? Ian Nico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pass it on. Pass mm-hmm. it on. Yeah, I feel like that's a good one, but that's not what I went with. <laughs> I, I kind of imagined that's what everybody else was gonna go with was just the be a good person and help people don't be a dick mm-hmm. Brittany. So i'm not one anymore I <laughs> yeah. changed that's it. why she got married <laughs> but i got married so i can't be a dick anymore <laughs> the one i went with is that one fig tree keeps arguing with me well argue back don't you already do that you do that pretty well (laughs) i do that pretty well but like listen (laughs) i'm bringing it up for one reason also ties in with my theme you have to stick to your guns morally like if you believe something and you believe something wholeheartedly you stick to that you do not that is something you don't bend on that is something that you stand firm about like i have several things that i am very like this is just how it is this is how it should be this is what i believe in we know my thoughts on a lot of things like that you sometimes have to be more stubborn than the person that you're arguing with because people will try and be like no your belief is wrong so you kind of have to be more sturdy and stubborn than they are it's a good thing to keep in mind because i see a lot of people who when they're met with resistance that they just go okay yeah you're right and they just fall in line and they sacrifice their morals and their beliefs in order to avoid that confrontation I mean, I'm already very combative and confrontational. I think that everybody should remember that there are things worth dying for. There are beliefs that you hold should be life or death. And you don't break on those. You don't bend. You don't. You argue back. At the end of our episode, we like to read an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter seven of Street Magic. Forgive me, the older mage said in a high boyish voice. I was told a Pahan was here to see me. I'm the Pahan, Briar said, bowing to Jebelu. Briar Moss from Winding Circle Temple in Emelon. Jebelu clasped his hands before him, regarding Briar silently for a moment. At last, he said, Moss is not a proper mage name, and you are but a boy. Briar listed varieties of wart plants in his head until his temper cooled. Evie needs this bouncing ball, he told himself, and replied evenly, I am 14. I picked the name Moss for myself and see no reason to change it, and the Initiate Council of Winding Circle has vouched for me. He reached into his shirt and pulled a medallion over his neck. Keeping a grip on its silk cord, he held it out to Jebelu. The mage inspected it, touching it with stubby fingers to see the other side. Briar and the girls had gotten the medallions nearly 18 months before. All four of their teachers, Daja's master Frostpine, Triss's teacher Nico, Sandry's teacher Lark, and Rosethorn, had come to supper one night and had Triss's and as had Triss's and Briar's sometime teacher Dedicate Crane. 
Afterward, Frostbind had presented each of the young people with a silvery metal circle. The front of each was different. The name of the individual student and his or her main teacher was inscribed on the outer edges. At the center was an image of their magic. Briars was a tree. On the back was the spiral symbol for winding circle to indicate where they had studied. The four were ordered never to show the pendants needlessly or even to wear them outside their clothes unless it was vital. These were mage credentials, proof that the initiate council at winding circle had approved them to practice as adult mages. For the most part, they forgot they had them. The medallions seemed made not to be noticed by even the wearer. In the months since they had begun their journey east, Rosethorn had ordered Briar to show it to four mages, all of whom had argued about revealing how they worked to a student. The medallion had silenced them. Briar suspected they had said more than just that the bear was qualified as an adult mage, but Rosethorn refused to answer his questions. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. But anyway, it's not my turn. Go ahead, whoever's going. It's cool. Um, Briar. We just. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, we just like to interrupt Goodwin. See? All the time. All the time. Every time. time. I can't get through one sentence without somebody (laughs) saying, wait a minute. Sex. (laughs) Yeah. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.